0: Okay. So I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14, I have used Maybelline for that long and their new lifter flump lip gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I am, I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new lifter plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? You heard that right. Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. Each Dunkin' cold K-cup pod is packed with the smooth, bold Dunkin' flavor you crave. Pick up a pack of Duncan's cold cake up pods and enjoy a Duncan cold coffee at home whenever you crave it. Just brew over ice and sip in seconds because the home with Duncan is where you want to be. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat protection up to 450 degrees. It helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching dry hair with intense hydration. You guys know I am frizz central and proud of it. And proud of it, but I always need a little frizz help. I mean, seriously, like, you should see my hair when I come out of the shower. I trust Way with my hair because their products actually work. I have have been such a long-time fan, and I think the fact that I have been using Way since, oh God, I don't know, four or five years, really, really is a testament to how good their products work. So I cannot wait to get stuck into this anti-frizz cream. I really think they made it for me. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and enter promo code me tanks for fifteen percent off any product. That's theoua dot com, promo code me tanks. Hi, guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks Almost Live. I'm gonna say something really influencery and annoying right now. I'm pre recording this because I'm at a Quote, exciting photo shoot. So annoying, right? So annoying. That's why I came up with the phrase inquiring minds. You know, on my Instagram, I say, instead of I say, a lot of you guys have been asking about, I say inquiring minds want to know. There is no alternative for the phrase, I'm working on something exciting or I'm doing something exciting. Except for to say it, so I I don't know what to tell you. I'm at an exciting photo shoot, therefore I am pre-recording. But that's okay because I love listening to your voicemails and emails. They are so funny and they bring me so much joy. But first, we have to talk about White Lotus. Are you guys watching? I freaking love this show, and we're we're what we're two episodes in. By the way, I I got to tell you, I love the week to week thing. I love the week to week thing because. I don't know, maybe it's nostalgic for how I grew up. I do love a binge. Of course, it's always nice to be able to sit down in your bed and watch eight hours of a, of a series in a row. But something about watching it week to week really brings the, the team together. You know, you talk about the episodes more in detail. You kind of enjoy it more. Sometimes I find when I'm binging a series, I don't really enjoy it. I'm just like, I, I maybe it's the Virgo in me or something, but I'm like, I want to check it off my list. I want to get it done. But if you're all watching it with the whole country, basically, it's kind of fun. I don't know. I, I love it it you can talk about it with your friends more this season I think is already better than the last one which is crazy because the last one was like almost perfect but it's so good oh my god Theo James is so hot I can't believe we saw his dong in the first one I wonder if it was real does anyone know if it's his real Schmangelang uh thing I, I mean if so congrats Theo and congrats to whoever Theo is banging right now because it's a thing of beauty um <clears throat> Jennifer Coolidge Continues to be our queen, absolute queen. We just I just think she's an amazing actress and she's so funny. I think everyone in this series is so far so great. And it's just really phenomenal to me how they can create this tension like the show starts and it's tense. How do they do that? It's it's actually crazy to me. It's so it's so interesting. Like I, maybe it's through music or whatever. Those people at HBO, they really know what the fuck is up because of the tension. I'm on pins and needles already. And it's only like 30 seconds into the show. Uh, so I'm very excited to be watching this with everybody. And uh, and just, yeah, it's fun to have a new show finally to to get into. Also, I watched this movie Barbarian on Netflix, or no, sorry, it was actually on HBO too. Uh, It's a horror movie. I don't know if you guys are into horror. I weirdly like horror, which is funny because I have a lot of anxiety and I have, uh, you know, I'm just like a stressed out person. So you'd think, why would you want to add to your stress? It's almost relaxing to me. Isn't that bizarre? And in some weirdly twisted way, I'm like, well, you know, if a monster came to get me at least I wouldn't have to deal with all this stress I don't know if that sounds completely demonic or whatever don't watch barbarian if you get afraid easily because it is quite scary it's also kind of silly and funny which I really like that the new wave of horror movies are doing that more where it's it's kind of funny it's kind of scary the monster in it I don't think I'm ruining anything by saying this is like really gross which I like. I like a really gross, scary monster. So that, it, I don't know, I think it makes it just heightens the emotions. But I watch that on the plane. That's the other thing is I, I really like to watch horror on a plane because, you know, no monster is going to be in the sky. Uh, you know, no, there's not going to be like a boogeyman in the bathroom waiting for you by seat 2A. Um, I guess the only horror movie that's based on a plane, actually I can think of two, is Snakes on a Plane. You remember that ridiculous movie with Samuel L. Jackson? He's like, get these snakes off this motherfucking plane or something. There's like some great line that he says. And then that movie, do you remember that movie Red Eye? I think it has Rachel McAdams and Killian or Cillian. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry because he is an absolute fucking smoke show. Murphy. And he, I don't know, he has like something on her or I don't know but those are the only two but I'm I'm talking about like The Conjuring like you watch The Conjuring and you're like there is no way that this ghost is on the plane with me so I feel safe to watch. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I like to do it. Um, I feel like I've been absolutely living on planes lately. So grateful for all the work and amazing experiences that I've had exposure to but my goodness I am a wee bit tired. I am already looking forward to um, hibernating January whenever I can and uh and not drinking, taking a little break. But enough about me. Let's get to you guys. Let's
1: roll a voicemail. Hi, tanks This is Lindsay from DC just calling. I have a question for you that hoping that you could help me with. So me and my boyfriend we've been dating for about a month officially. And as now it's so hard to resist going through their Instagram and seeing, you know, what he has been doing in the past. And I'm a blonde and I've been finding a lot of pictures of brunettes. Um, like girls he's dated, like casual swings on his Instagram. So I just wanted to know, like, do you think that guys actually have a type or do you think they like go for more personality? Okay, thanks so much.
0: Hi. Okay. First of all, you know what I'm going to say. you got to stop deep stalking. You've got to. Because you know why? Comparison is the thief of motherfucking joy. It is the thief of motherfucking joy. And also, what seriously, what good does it do you? Do you see? This is actually a perfect example of comparison is the thief of joy. All that this is doing all that this exercise in deep stalking and comparing yourself to his flings or exes or whatever is robbing you of joy that is the only outcome and you know what that's that's sad because the first month of a relationship is Honestly, in my opinion, some of the best time—it's the honeymoon. You can never get it back. It's so special. You're fucking like rabbits. Like you're just goo gaga about each other. You care so much about what what each other eat, eat, is eating for lunch, and you're comparing yourself. Here's the thing. I, I mean, I'll get to your question in a second because I, I think it's an interesting one we can discuss for sure. But like, he's not with them. He's with you, right? He's with you. So I, you know, I, I would not let this weird seedling sprout. I think stalking is bad and I think comparison is bad. And I think you should go back to enjoying your new boyfriend because it sounds great. Since you're here, since we're all here gathered here today, I do think some men have a type. I'm going to be dead honest, put my old dick on the table. I kind of think it's like a base thing. Like I kind of think that men who only date one type of girl are kind of like base. I don't know how else to say it. I think it's just like crass. I'm like, we're not cars, you know? It's not like, oh, I really like to drive a sedan, you know? Uh, To me, all the, think about all the hottest men in like, for example, Hollywood. Only, I only use that example because uh, they're all public, right? And think about the women that they've dated, all very varied, right? Because, uh, you know, to me, a real hot guy he goes for the overall package. You know, there's nothing like like a boob guy. Like, imagine literally self-identifying as a boob guy. Ugh. Like, gag me. Like, like literally gag me. It's, it's so base to me. It's like, they're not evolved. Like, their frontal cortex hasn't, like, fully evolved. Your frontal lobe, whatever. Um, to me, if, that, if that's the type of guy, like, or if a guy has, like, the same... Like cookie cutter girl. Sorry, that was negative to the girl. I didn't mean it that way. I'm saying cookie cutter as in they are literally identical tessellations of each other. Ugh. I'm like, you're so yucky. And also what freaks me out is when they go for g- girls that look like their mommy. Ugh, ugh. Barf, barf. I, I honestly, I- sometimes I I'm l- try and trick guys that I'm dating and I'll be like, oh, so are you an ass man or a boob man? I like try and trick them because if they say one or the other, I'm like out of there, which is a little bit mean of me, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, they gotta say face or like overall, like honestly, we're not cars. You know, and obviously it's fine to have like a, it's fine to say like, "Ooh, I love like a scruffy brown hair, like tall guy, whatever. But it just like the thing is, the reason why, because I know someone's going to come on and say, do you have a double standard? You've said that you like this or that before and you encourage girls to go after what they want. Yeah, I do. But a woman would never not date a guy because or not consider a guy because he wasn't her type. How how do you like them apples? Okay, a girl might like tall guys. Ninety nine percent of girls, if they hit it off with a shorty, a short king, they'd give them a shot. No questions asked. A guy, I think a lot of guys out there are like, she better have C tits or bigger. I'm not even swiping right. (laughs) So. That was I don't know how we got from you stalking your ex to me (laughs) shitting on boob guys but here we are (laughs) we've arrived at our final destination i love you please stop stalking your ex i mean sorry please stop stalking your man enjoy him his exes are exes for a reason he's with you and you should focus on yourself and enjoying it um i hope that helped (laughs) okay let's roll another voicemail before i pop a blood vessel in my eye Hey, Tinks.
2: This is Catherine. Um, First of all, I have to tell you that I love you so much. I'm in Washington, D.C., and I listen to you all the time. Okay, so here's my issue. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for three years. Things are going great, Um, so I don't really have any big concerns, except he travels all the time, but it's not with me. It's with his friends. And he's been doing it for probably the whole time we've been dating. We've gone on one or two trips, but he has gone on so many with his guy friends. Is this a red flag? I'm wondering, should I talk to him about it? Should I stay quiet about it? Let me know your thoughts. Okay. Love you so much. Bye.
0: I love you so much. I think if you want to go on more trips, okay, regardless, I do think you should speak to him about this. But I don't think it needs to be like a negative thing, because to me, it kind of sounds like he likes going on guy trips. It's not like he didn't used to go, and now all of a sudden he's going on a ton. It sounds like it's just part of his friend group's identity and like what they like to do and whatever, and he's continued that. And I have to say, I you know it kills me to take a man's side, but uh, but. You know, I kind of commend him for keeping up with his friends and keep, and having a life outside of his relationship. That being said, if you want to go on a trip, girl, you got to go on a fucking trip. And you got to say to him, hey, I would like to go on a vacation too. Now, if he can- comes back to you and says, well, I'm spending all my money going golfing. Uh, uh, sorry, that was sexist. I don't know what they – actually, I don't care. Uh, it, it, if he says, I spent all my money fishing or golfing trips with the guys, I don't have any money to take you away – then I have a problem, then I have an issue, but if you can do both, do both. I think it's all about communicating and and I, and again, I wouldn't post I wouldn't say like you go on so many trips with the guys like why do you never take me? I would always frame it in the positive. That's not a female male relationship thing that's just like a a tactic for for trying to get what you want, which is just to always work in the positive. You get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar, so I would say uh." I would say, listen, babe, I love to go away and I love that one trip we went on. I'm just I want to go more like I've been looking at Jamaica. Like, do you think maybe we could go in January or something and then see what he says? His response will tell you everything you need to know. And it's been three years. You said it's going great. I'm sure he will be 100 percent receptive. But in my opinion, if money isn't an issue and if time isn't an issue, like if you don't miss him all the time, let him keep his guys trips. I'm sorry. I think that that's so positive. It's really interesting that you say this. Now I got a question on AMA today, today that was like, I miss going on girl. I mean, I love my boyfriend, but I miss going on girls trips. Like I'm sad. What should I do? And I was like, why did you stop? Why did you stop? You better believe when I, even when I have three kids or however many kids I have and a husband or whatever man that I, that I let live in my house. Um, I'll be going on girls trips probably more than I do now. I will need them for my sanity. It's okay. It's okay to want those friend trips, but it's certainly expected that you want to go on vacation with your partner. I hope that helped. I love you so, so, so much. I feel that this is going to be a very easy conversation and you will be whisked away to hopefully somewhere beautiful and sunny or lovely and snowy very soon. Love you so much. Costa Rica was such a transformative trip for me, you guys. I stayed in an Airbnb with all of my best friends, and as you've been hearing me talk about it on the pod, you know that it was just the best trip of my life. We all stayed in this gorgeous Airbnb. It overlooked the ocean. It was in the mountains, and it was actually big enough to hold all 10 of us. I am obsessed with Airbnb as a... Side hustle because you can just be helping to pay for your vacation while you're literally on your vacation. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are many people who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could even be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I have three best friends getting married this year and they are all telling me constantly how much work it is. I mean, it is a serious undergoing to plan a wedding. It can be very stressful. There's so many elements and you want to try and enjoy yourself. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches with your dream team. Everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. So I know that a couple of my friends are actually using Zola this year, and I know that because I've spoken to them about it and they've said how easy it is and how it's all streamlined and in one place. And I've even bought gifts off of Zola wedding registries. And I love that. The Virgo in me is obsessed with all the lists and how organized it is. Chef's kiss Zola. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Rich, full love exists within all of us. We all contain multitudes and layers of beautiful love and wearing a locket can help symbolize that. Pandora is bringing back a beloved and iconic piece of jewelry, the locket. No matter what you choose to keep inside it, you can always keep it close to your heart. Plus, inside the locket is the engraved message, Today, Tomorrow, Always, to remind you that love is in everything you do. The back is blank for your own engraving. Pandora's new infinity chain design also makes the perfect partner for the new locket dangle charms. Each link on the chain is shaped like a slightly twisted infinity loop, symbolizing everlasting love. Don't forget, Pandora offers so much more than just charms. You can shop rings, necklaces, earrings, and bracelets, too. At Pandora, you'll find jewelry perfect for any style, with each piece expertly crafted and hand-finished in genuine metals. Shop now at a store near you or online at Pandora.net. What is liquid death? Well, it may look like a beer or some crazy energy drink but it's not. You guys, I am obsessed with liquid death. I'm actually so excited to be talking about it because you know I'm very anti-plastic and it freaks me out to drink water in plastic. So liquid death is what I stock in my house and I just feel so good about it. Also, I cannot lie, I actually feel really cool when I'm holding the cans because they look really cool. I just love that it's in aluminum. It tastes really good. The water tastes really clean and good to me. And I just love that it hasn't been sitting in plastic all day, literally obsessed with liquid death. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, flavored sparkling and iced tea 8 packs with Amazon Prime or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com/tinks to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com/tinks, liquiddeath.com/tinks. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code Tinks. Okay, well, let's roll another voicemail. They're fun today. Hi, Tinks,
1: My name is Brooke. Um, I'm from Iowa. I'm 21, and I just need help with a little situation. So I live with three other girls, and honestly, they are my best friends. I love them. They are, like, the best people I have in my life. But I don't love hanging out with their friend group, so they are all really close with this friend group that they hung out with a lot last year before I became really close with them. And they always invite them over to our apartment. And I just don't love hanging out with these people. They're just not my vibe. They don't, like, I don't, I don't love the energy that they bring. And I don't know how to tell my roommates that I don't like hanging out with them without coming off as mean or like I don't like their friends. And I just don't know how to tell them that I don't like hanging out with these people when I live with them and I don't wanna make things weird. My boyfriend thinks I'm being dramatic and he thinks I need to expand who I hang out with, but I just don't wanna hang out with these people. So I just could really use your advice. Thank you, love you. Hi babe, okay. So first and
0: foremost, to everyone out there listening, you don't have to hang out with anybody that you don't want to ever, 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 ever. I really am a firm believer in that. My mom, when I was little, like I remember from a very early age, because you know in some schools they like they have it where they're like, oh, everybody has to hang out and play together, or like everybody has to sit together. You know, that's just one style of schooling and whatever. And I remember my mom was like. Christina no you don't like you don't have to hang out with every person if they don't make you feel happy or if they don't make you feel good that's not it's not your pro like that's not how the world works you're not going to like every single person and even if they're not bad people like it doesn't matter you don't have to you don't have to like them and it really annoys me that that falsehood that like you have to like everybody or that you can't have opinions on people some people rub you the wrong way and that's fucking fine that's more than fine that's life. So, okay, what are you going to do about the roommates? Uh, to me, I don't think you need to have a summit. I don't think you need to have a summit. I think if if they're there, I think just try to avoid them. I think if you get invited to a thing out with them, just be like, no, thanks. I'm busy. I'm going to hang with my boyfriend, hang with these other friends, whatever. Eventually, your roommates will kind of start to pick up on it. And if they come to you and they say, hey, what's going on? Why don't you want to hang around with us? Just be like, I think you can be honest if they really come to you and they're like, no, come on. I know something's up. You can say, look, I love you guys to bits. I just don't 100 percent vibe with those people. Nothing they did. I just, you know, I, I, I like hanging out with you guys as roommates and that's our special time together. Absolutely no beef. You know, just just how I feel. Keep it light because they might get defensive. You know, they they might take it the wrong way. You have a boyfriend, I'm sure you have other friends. You don't have to hang with them. I mean, when they come over, I don't want I don't want to say, "Okay, lock yourself in your room or like leave the house or whatever." But you can set those boundaries. You have to weigh the options. You have to say, "What's more important to me? Hanging in the kitchen right now or not being annoyed by them. Do you know what I mean? Or, okay, what's what's more annoying right now, leaving the house for a walk or sitting there and hearing them talk about stuff I don't like? You have to make those choices. It's your time, it's your energy, and most importantly, it's your home. So you have to think about what makes you happy, but you don't ever have to hang out with someone you don't want. No way, no sir. So I want you to be strong, and I want you to just take a very not dramatic easy even keeled tone with this and and see how you go okay i love you so much you're you're not being dramatic don't ever let a boy tell you you're being dramatic we can be as dramatic as we want let's roll another voicemail hi this voicemail's for tanks um i was hoping
3: that you could talk a little bit about like guilt about around posting on social media specifically instagram i feel like i've gotten to the point where I don't ever even want to post anymore because I feel like I'm either, even if it's just a picture of me and my friends at a cool location or what, like I don't want to be posting too much of my body or too much of a cool thing and feel like I'm showing off. I just feel like there's so much guilt around posting, I guess maybe because I've become more, I've been more reflecting on why I post on social media and I just am like, should I just delete it altogether? Like I love, consuming different content seeing what my friends are up to but then to a point i just feel this like weird guilt around posting i don't know where it came from or why but i always feel embarrassed like i'll post something and then i just leave i don't even want to look at it and i was wondering if you could either like give a little pep talk around that of why it's okay to just celebrate the good things in your life without feeling guilt around it um i feel like you would have some good insight thank you bye
0: Okay, hi, babe. I'm gonna answer this as a person and not as someone who uses social media as their work because it's different for me. I totally understand. I have a lot of friends, specifically my Stanford friends who are a very smart, hardworking, lovely group of people who have just left social media altogether. Girls who used to post all the time on Instagram and like have great lives, they just they're just over it. It's okay it's okay to take a break. It's okay to delete your Instagram and never come back. It is more than okay to use social media for however it makes you feel good. I think that that's what I think at the, at the top line is like, you have to make sure, sorry to use a semi-sexual metaphor, but you have to make sure that you're riding the social, the internet and the internet's not riding you. So that's why I tell you guys, delete, following accounts or or stop following accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. Don't post if it makes you feel bad about yourself. You have to make sure that whatever you want it to be, it is. And it can take a while of massaging and fixing things to figure out you know how, what the right relationship is with social media. But I want to talk about one other thing, which is that I'm worried I hear your I hear your qualm. I'm worried that Actually, you're just not okay with celebrating your happiness because there was a there's a couple points in your voicemail where it kind of sounded like you felt guilty for being happy or you felt guilty for sharing that you're happy. And I agree that we've developed a strange thing on the Internet where it's like. Very weird that we're always kind of showing that we're happy or we're, you know, we're celebrating ourselves like it's it's bizarre. And I'm sure in 200 years they're going to look back and they're going to say, well, they really scrambled their brains with that nonsense. But. I just want you to know that it's okay to be happy, and I, I not that it, not that I think that you're not okay with being happy, but that you have so much guilt around it. Like why do you have guilt around posting a picture of, of you and your friends if you want to? If you don't want to, you don't have to. But if you're feeling really happy and you want to uh, have a memory of your friends, like that's okay. Another idea is like maybe you go on private. So then it's just like your friends. And then you can consume what content you want. And it's more just like a photo diary, which I think is like how it all started to begin with anyway. But, you know, and you mentioned your body too. Like if you're feeling hot and you feel like posting, post. If you never want to post another bikini photo again, don't. You've got to make it your own. But please know it's okay to be happy. And it's also okay to celebrate that because Lord knows everybody else does, you know. Lord knows that's all it is, is just everyone with their elbows out on Instagram saying, no, I'm happier, no, I'm happier, no, I'm happier. Truth is, the way to make yourself happy is to march to the beat of your own drum and do whatever you want. To me, that's posting every day and sharing my life with several hundred thousand people, and that's what makes me happy. To you, it might be posting every couple weeks or posting on special occasions or posting to a private feed or not posting at all, but you have to find what your relationship is with it and not worry about other people and don't worry about judgment either because you know what people are going to judge you regardless that's a sad truth in life they're going to post you if you put they're going to judge you if you post judge you if you don't post so who cares you got to do you you got to make yourself happy but please don't ever feel guilty for celebrating your happy moments in life even if it's just going to a concert with your friends and taking a picture that's that's a beautiful thing so don't uh don't quash that i love you so much. Hi,
4: this is Courtney. Um, I'm from the Chicago area. Um, just want to say I love you, things. Um, But also, I so it's such a complicated situation. But essentially, I've had this thing going on with someone for it's been a couple, it's been a couple years now. Um, and he, I just recently slept with him for the first time. Um, but the the complicated issue is that he's, he's my best friend's brother. Um, he's kind of off limits. So I don't know if he's not doing something because I'm in the hookup box, or if he's not doing something because it's like it would be really messy if he did. And I'm just kind of hoping you can you can know, help clear that up. So I would love to hear from you. Um, please help. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> do I do I leave my phone number? I don't think so. Okay. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> okay, so you've been hooking up with him for three three years. Is that is that yeah three years, on off. Wait, did she say if the if her friend knows? she didn't say that's that's what I would love to know is if your best friend knows, because to me, that's like all the difference in the world. I feel like if she does know, then you're in the hookup box, and if she doesn't, then you don't know. But that's an insane amount of time to hook up with someone and not tell your best friend. Even if it's their brother. That's insane secret keeping. If that's true, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> um, I think you should just ask him. I think you should just pull out your dick and say, hey, put dick on table, bro. What's going on? No, all jokes aside, I think... You know, normally I would say if you've been hooking up with someone for three years and they haven't done anything, you're in the hookup box for sure. If your friend doesn't know, you know, she's your best friend, it's complicated, uh, then maybe you might as well just ask and say, look. And by the way, I would frame it in the positive and I would I would tell him what you want so that you have the best shot of getting what you want. I would say, hey, I really like you. We've been fucking around for three years. Uh, You want to go on a date sometime? That's what I would do. Because to me, it would drive me nuts, this in the middle thing, like I could never. So I would just want to know. And if he's like, no, I'm, it's complicated because of my brother, then you know. And then you can make an informed decision if you want to keep hooking up with him or not. I'm not saying if he says, no, you have to stop. It's your prerogative. I don't know how good the D is. But you have to, then you're informed. We stand an informed decision. We stand, uh, you know, a really thoughtful choice. So see, just ask in this case. Maybe you're in the hookup box, maybe you're not, but you're going to find out soon enough. And yeah, I'm dying to know if your friend knows. So please uh, email us and uh, and let us know. It's Tinks at SiriusXM.com or you could leave another voicemail and you guys out there can leave another voicemail, 866-993-8267. That's our voicemail line. So you can leave a lovely message and we can chat like this.
1: Okay. Let's roll another one. Hi, this is Vicky. My question is for Pink. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for over a year. We're both 33 years old. He bought a house, and he's been living there since September. Before he bought the house, he was always talking about moving in together. He's always talking about marriage. But so far, now that he's living in the house, he hasn't mentioned anything at all. Um I was wondering if that's weird. Uh, He keeps talking about like, we should get this, we should get that for the house, but I don't even have a drawer in the house. So I don't know if I'm overreacting. Thank you.
0: Hi, I don't think you're overreacting at all. You've been dating for quite some time. And I do think that the the the, the thing that bothers me is the switch up, right? The thing that bothers me is the fact that he was talking about marriage and moving in and now there's no word of it. And the fact that you don't have a drawer is concerning considering how long you guys have been dating. Um I, I think that you're fine to ask. Really really I do because I think that this is where so many people get into trouble is they don't want to seem awkward or pushy, but it's not awkward or pushy and I would I'd rather you do that than become resentful and have it build up. Uh so I yeah, I think you should I think you should absolutely uh I think you should absolutely ask him and just be like listen I I'm loving the house. What do you think about moving in if that's what you want? Or you know, should we you know, have a have a timeline or something? But ask because if something has changed, you need to know now. This is kind of a theme today, but like you you need to know now. Uh it's like it's a living situation. I, I wouldn't even talk about the drawer. I would just say, "Hey, you know what do you think about me moving in say that see what he says it's important he's your boyfriend like you can have these discussions it should be open communication always you should really feel comfortable saying anything to your partner especially after you've been dating for this long so um so yeah i think you should i think you should absolutely just bring it up to him good luck let us know how it goes okay let's play another voice
5: Hi, my name is Catherine, and I'm calling for Tanks. I'm looking for some advice on how to manage birthday expectations, as I know you've been talking about it a lot in your recent episodes. Um, My birthday is New Year's Eve, and I struggle with it every single year. It's really a time of year, especially that day that everyone has their own holiday celebration plans, Um, and I think that because it's my birthday I often get assumed that I'm doing something or have other plans or have been invited elsewhere and it's not the case more times than not I've spent birthdays alone and I'm really trying to avoid that this year and trying to get ahead of that Um, looking for some advice on how to not only feel better but plan for it better Um, in the past I have spoken to people about it and a common recommendation is celebrate on a different day throughout the year, and that just doesn't seem like a really great option. So, would love to hear from you and any advice you have. Thank you.
0: Oh, I'm glad you said that because that was going to be my recommendation. To be completely honest with you, I just think so. First of all, I I'm not going to lie to you. It's a tough. T- it's a tough. It's it's a fabulous birthday. Like, I mean, it's very woo woo and special and magical. And and like, if I were you, I would try to flip the narrative and be like, wow, I have this like incredible birthday that's so, you know, romantic and cool in a way and whatever, but for planning purposes, sucks. Sucks. People are out of town. People have their own plans. It's hard to wrangle people. Everything is double the price. I am not going to lie to you. I totally understand, but you know, you, you, you have to make the best of it. And, and, uh, I think personally I would, I would celebrate on a different day. If I were you, I would do the weekend after or even in December sometimes, because then people are in a holiday mood anyway. I would throw myself a beautiful dinner, you know, right before Christmas and just I just have it done. And then people are kind of primed to remember your birthday anyway. That being said, if you really want to have a celebration on the day, um, I'll be honest, you need to plan something really sick. I am of the school of thought that a person's birthday is their responsibility. I really do believe that. I always have. Everyone in my community is super split on this. Some people think, no, like your friend should plan it or they should always, you know, pay or whatever. The paying thing is a different conversation. But to me, it is a person's responsibility to plan their birthday. It's not on everybody else. Nobody knows what anybody wants. So it's it's difficult to say. And like you said, a lot of people who uh, a lot of people who, you know, your friends think that you already have gotten invited to something. So if you really want to do something on your birthday, then I would say plan it super in advance. Like tell people December 1. Be like, hey, guys, I really want to celebrate my birthday on my actual birthday this year. I'm going to get an epic back room at a bar. And because here's the other thing, and I'm being brutally honest here just so that because otherwise this is a waste of your time. Uh, People want to party on New Year's Eve. Like it's it's a party holiday. It's a lot of stress. So. You have to kind of make it fun. Like, I wouldn't say, let's do a movie night for my birthday. You know, I don't think people would really vibe with that on on actual New Year's Eve. Um, You can make it epic. And also, think about it this way, that, that you could flip it people are often stressed about their plans on new year's everyone's like i don't want to pay like double for dinner or go to a club that i don't really like and have it buy a ticket or whatever so you could take some of the onus off people and be like hey i'm planning a really epic dinner and then we can all go out after i have the plan sorted but you have to do it in advance so people know i'm talking december 1 even before and send a paperless post doesn't matter what you think about that. You, you've got to do it so that people feel like, okay, this is a plan. This is something that I can commit to. And then and then go from there. So I, I, have, a, I have a two-pronged approach. You could do either. Um, but I get it. I mean, I, I totally understand. Birthdays are stressful. I really do believe you get the most out of them if you plan them yourself. And that's not just because I'm an anal control freak. It's just too difficult otherwise. People don't know. The other thing you can do is like... You could throw a really awesome lunch, like a really big, fun party lunch that day, and then at night do something with a smaller group of friends. But I really think you should set expectations uh, beforehand. I love you so much. Happy early birthday. I hope that it's the best one yet this year. And God, I can just imagine the birthday outfits that you get to wear. It's like New Year's vibes. Love it. Okay. Bye, my angel. Happy early birthday. I hope it goes well this year. Okay. We're going to read, I'm going to read an email. I'm going to try to get through this without lisping. Hi, Tinks, asking for a friend who is dating two men on Hinge at the same time. Boy A, she's been on three dates with so far and she likes him a lot and he wants to meet up again tonight. However, she has a second date scheduled tonight for boy B who has potential. What does she do when both men are asking for a date in the same night and how does she pursue both while she figures out who she's most interested in? She's been fucked over by guys in the past who put her in the wrong box and she didn't know and got to attach. Therefore, that is why she's keeping her options open and seeing multiple guys. Lol. Thank you. It's completely fine to go on two dates in a night. You guys know that, right? Like completely fine. I've gone on three in a night. My take is, if I'm going to do my hair and makeup and put on an outfit, I'm getting all the bang for my buck in it. I really am. Like, I, 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 I'm I, serious. Makeup is expensive and it's time consuming. And also, I only like to I like to limit my drinks per week. Like, not my drinks per week, but the days of, of drinking that I do. So, for me, two a night is perfect. It's more efficient. So, I think she can go on both of these, especially cause one is a first date. So you do that one first first. Two drink rule, Lindsay Metzlar. That's her rule Two two drinks on the first date. That's the, the max. So make it like a, okay. Yeah. I mean, right after work, like seven o'clock you're out by seven 30 uh, or sorry, you're out by, you know, eight 30 and then you meet the, the second guy at like eight forty-five 45 for, a, for a late night little, like a snack, like dessert and drinks. It's such a cute date for what is it? Date four, date three. Um, There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Even if she was sleeping with both of them, as long as she's doing it safely, there's nothing wrong with that. She hasn't had any talk with them. It's completely fine. No problem. Some people like to have a roster. I, I, this is a longer conversation. It's completely fine to date multiple people, especially in this early stage. Like until you're regularly sleeping someone with someone, or you decide to sleep with them, raw dogging it. Like you're a free agent. Be safe. Have fun. Hi, this is Courtney from Dallas,
3: Texas, and my message is for Tinks. Um, I actually just want to give a shout out to my best friend Mackenzie. We love you, Tinks, and we talk about your mantras all the time, and we always say like. What would Tinks do? We got matching disco marks hats. And so I just want to give a shout out to Mac and let her know that she's a badass and a rock star. And I'm so proud to be her friend. And thank you, Tinks for always supporting us and being there for us when we want to be chaotic. (laughs) All right. Love you, Mac. Love you, Tinks. Bye.
0: That is so cute. And I'm so glad that you guys have each other. You know, that nothing makes me happier than when I feel like you guys have each other's backs and you're just taking it just like there's nothing like a bum buddy. There is nothing like a bum buddy. I don't know if that's a phrase in America, but like in in England, it's like a phrase where it's just like your bum buddy. Like they just go around with you, whether you're being chaotic, whether you're just sitting in front of the TV. It, it's just I I can hear the love in your voice. And it makes me so glad. It makes me so fucking happy. Thank you for letting me be in your guys' lives. And thank you for letting me inspire you to be chaotic. I just keep taking care of each other no matter what, okay? Keep being there for each other. Keep having fun and take a lot of pictures because I know sometimes best friends don't take pictures together. So just a friendly reminder. Let's roll another voicemail.
2: Hi, my name is Caitlin. Um, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. And my question was for Tink's. Um, so I feel like she'd love this. I'm almost 32 years old and I was in a four month long distance situationship where I was love bombed the entire time. He told me I would move to his city and have him, um, do that to explore this more romantically than he is now. I had a trip booked out there in December. It would have been our third time visiting each other. And I told him I wanted to extend it by a few days. He completely lost his shit, gaslit me. Ended it by saying it's too much for him. I can now never see anything romantic with you. And I haven't heard from him since. So, um, with all that, my question for Tinks is pretty much how do you process that? How do you process getting over a situation ship that ended early and there was so much what if, and also how to get over the loss of the idea of that possible future? Um, keeping in mind, too, that the city he lived in is a city I've always wanted to move to my entire life. So, um, yeah, my name is Caitlin. Again, I'm from the Bay Area. um, And that is my question for Tanks.
0: Thanks so much. Hi, Caitlin. I'm so sorry you went through this. This is a really it's a very jarring situation when you're love bombed because narcissists are so. Manipula- manipulative. And that's why love bombing is so effective when they do it, right? Because they rope you in, they sell you this vision. That's what they're doing, right? They're, they're grabbing your hand, they're pulling you in the movie theater, and they're showing you this trailer for what your life could be like with them. But the thing is, that's all it is. It's a trailer. There is no movie. It's a sizzle reel that never got sold. It is truly just a trailer. And that's what's so frustrating because to you, it feels like, but wait, wait, wait. I want to see the rest of the movie. Where's the rest of the movie? And it doesn't exist. It is simply a projection of their narcissism and them preying on you as a kind, kind kind-hearted, open-hearted person. Now, that doesn't necessarily... Make you feel any better, right? because you're like, okay, you've explained what happened, I still feel like shit tanks, yeah, of course you do, because it was a really good trailer, and because you wanted to move to that city, and so your brain glommed onto that and and thought, okay, we've we're done. this is perfect, but the thing is, the person that you were falling for wasn't real because the things that he was saying weren't real, they weren't backed up by action, and words without action. It's just fluff. Actions speak louder than words. And again, I know I'm just telling you kind of what happened and explaining it, but that's actually all you need. You need to stay in fact. You need to stay in the present because for the past four months and whenever this blow up happened, you've been staying, you know, you've been living in the past, which is normal for a breakup. And you've also been projecting the future. But all you need to do, I promise you, is stay in fact and stay in present. And by that, I mean, tell yourself the facts over and over again. Would a person who really cared about you treat you this way and blow up like that? No. Would a person who really cared about you end it over something as small as this? Absolutely not. Would a person who really cared about you love bomb you and tell you to move and then double back on you? No. So repeat those facts over and over and over again. And any time you go into the what ifs and every time you go into the, you know, what, what could have been or could have, would have, should have, I want you to repeat these facts to yourself. And it's going to hurt like a bitch for a little while. But the longer you stay in the why, the more you will hurt and the, the, you will prolong the healing process. You will prolong the the scabbing over of the wound. You need to tell yourself the facts. Because your brain, it's hurting right now, but it's your brain is always looking for true information and actions speak louder than words. So he showed his true colors. In my opinion, you completely made it out. Uh, You dodged a bullet. And I want you to just keep listening to what I just said, repeating those things after after me and and I promise you with sit with situations sorry I just glitched I think I just had a little glitch um <clears throat> with situations like this it, it feels so sharp right after because it's such an emotionally charged thing but actually I find that with love bombing you it hurts really bad for a little while but you get over it kind of quickly because then it's so fake it's so fake Because it's just fluffy words. It's not like he was flying you out every weekend and sending you things and you guys went ring shopping. He's just talk, 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 talk. So it's like that fades very quickly. Always look for actions, not words. I'm so sorry again. Promise you this is going to heal faster than you think. And I love the Bay Area and I hope it takes good care of you while your heart is healing. Love you tons. Okay. Got an interesting email. I love this one. Hi, tanks. I found you earlier on... I uh, find you... Ugh, I can't read. Hi Tanks, I found you on IG earlier this year and I've been binging your pod over the past few months. You've been in my ear holes 24 seven, so I've been soaking up all your advice and wisdom. Here's my question for you. When do you know it's time to stop collecting opinions and advice and potentially the validation of people around you and just trust your gut? Sometimes I get stuck in searching for advice and wisdom from others and truly, and ignore how I truly feel about a certain situation. Have you ever had experience with this? If so, how do you prioritize your intuition while balancing the trusted wisdom of those closest to you um really interesting question really interesting question I'm gonna be honest with you I'm a pretty first of all I ask for advice but I have specific people that I go to for advice um very trusted people and people it's not necessarily my closest friends it's people that I think are very wise it's people that I really connect with and they think the same way as me and I ask their opinion I take it in and then I make a decision I I love asking for advice, but I will be honest with you. I'm a very, very decisive person. And I think in terms of knowing when to stop asking, well, first of all, I think you need to look at your funnel, your information funnel, right? And I think you need to ask, look at yourself and say, who am I asking for advice how many people do I really need to ask uh, for advice? and you, you know you've got to be careful because all, the, all of a sudden it's like you're doing a poll, you're polling fifty people, and then it's confusing because you're like, wait, I, she said this and she said that. So I would for you think about the people, the the books, the influencers, the pods, lucky to be in that roster. Thank you for listening and and think about which ones have have the best results, right? Because you're thinking critically. it's like you're it's like you're inviting board members on right board members of your brain so you got to be choosy with who you invite and then when you you have something you know a, a quandary take it all in sit with it for a second and then listen to your gut it's kind of like absorbing it up front getting all those opinions and then and then going in for the decision making um but yeah, there can always be too much advice, for sure. That's what what, what happens when I talk about like an asshole is when they ask like every single person in their friend group and then ask them again. Uh you, you have to you have to pick and choose, and again think about which friends have advised you right before. Think about what friends you trust, what friends you think wow they always make the right decision. You know they they. They kind of have a great life or whatever. You know, think about the people that you're asking um, advice from. For me, I, I think that's why I love reading female memoirs, because I look at these women like Diane von Furstenberg. I read her book, I think, three times now, and I've learned so much from it because I like her life. I like the way she lives. I like everything about her. I like her business. I like her relationships. I like her family life. And that's why I know, OK, this is a person that I can really learn from. Um let me think, Lindsay Metzler. I mean, I actually mentioned her in this podcast before. I, I think she has a great relationship. I think she has a really happy life. She loves her job, and uh, I and that's why I ask her for relationship advice. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that I stick around and stay in um your roster for advice givers. But you know, I, the way that I think about my content and my pod and everything, I like to think about it as a buffet. Come in, take what you want. Come back for seconds. Get a little dessert. That's that's what I want. That's that was always my hope. I wanted my podcast, the whole um the whole back anthology. What word am I looking for? The whole page or whatever, but the whole archive of my podcast. I what glossary. There we go. I wanted it to be like a glossary where you could come and pick things. You could come and be like I need to know. that's why the titles of all my pods are so basic because I want people to be like, fuck, I'm going through a breakup. Let me pull that one. Fuck, I need to raise my confidence. Let me pull that one. Fuck, the holidays are coming up. Feeling bad about my body. I'm gonna listen to that one. That's really what I want. To pick it pick it and choose. Take what you need. Where I just I love that idea. Take what you need. That's what I want to be for people. That was a very long woo-woo rant, but I love you and I'm glad you found me on Instagram. Um and yeah. All right guys. That was the show. Uh Jerron just wrote me a note that said, according to Theo James the nude scene in white lotus was supposed to be even more graphic how much more graphic can it be than a dong i don't know i'm glad we're seeing more dicks on tv personally we've been seeing boobs for too long like i love boobs for sure but give me that give me that dick like let's see let's see it on the big screen i'm very excited for this series what other shows are you guys watching uh i i i'm i love cozy time it's now time for um holiday movies so i'm going to I'm going to do some reviews of holiday movies, uh, which... I think will be really interesting. The, the one I'm thinking of is The Family Stone. Have you guys seen that? It's like one of my favorite holiday movies, but the family dynamics are so interesting in it, and the relationship dynamics are in it are so interesting. So we have that to look forward to. I am going home to London in just a short week and a half. Good Lord, get me out of here. I mean, I love it here, but I need to see my mom. I need to see my dad. I can't wait to go home. Okay, I will see you guys on Friday. I love you all so very much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And hey, you know what to do. If you want to send me an email, Email, it's me, Tanks at SiriusXM.com. If you want to send me a voicemail, you can leave me one at 866 993 8267. And as always, you can share the podcast with a friend. Give me a nice review. It would mean the world to me. Love you. Bye.
4: Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends.
0: starting is everything when it comes to fitness. You guys know I took a big break from working out last year because it can just get to be too much sometimes. And then it can be very scary to start again. But with Peloton, Peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at. And that's why I love it because I I do start from zero quite frequently. And that's okay. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, or artist-themed rides, they've got something for you. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Peloton entertainment keeps you moving. Watch your favorite TV shows and live sports as you ride, perfect for those days when you don't want to miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply.